the most fundamental truths of the Christian religion, the truth that we celebrate this Christmas season, is that Jesus Christ is God become man. Now, there are a number of seeming paradoxes that follow upon this fundamental truth. For example, although it is not possible for the divine nature to suffer or to die, it is nonetheless the case that because God has become man, we can truthfully say that God suffered and died. That's, that's quite a profound mystery. Here's another paradoxical truth. Although the divine nature is eternally self-existent and unchanging, yet because God became man, we can truthfully say that God was born of a woman. We see this truth very simply stated in our second reading from Galatians. St. Paul writes, When the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom those under the law. His Son, born of a woman. God's Son was born of a woman. But the Son here mentioned is, from all eternity, true God. Therefore, we can say that God was born of a woman. The woman in question here, then, is the mother of God. This woman is Mary, of course, and so we call Mary the mother of God. And this is the truth we celebrate today on this last day of the octave of Christmas and the first day of the new year. The truth that Mary is the mother of God is the secondary truth of our faith that follows from the more primary truth that Jesus Christ is God become man. Nonetheless, the faith in Mary as mother of God is essential to our faith. It is essential to hold that she is, in fact, the mother of God. If one were to deny it, one would, in effect, be denying that God became man. And so the truth that Mary is the mother of God is the safeguard and the guarantor of the Christian faith. The truth that Mary is the mother of God is the touchstone and criterion of the Christian faith. No one can claim to be a Christian who denies it. To make this a little more clear, I'll give an analogy. Imagine your average shirt with a certain number of buttons on one side and an equal amount of buttonholes on the other side. The connection between the bottom button and its proper buttonhole is the affirmation that Jesus Christ is God made man. The connection between the top button and its buttonhole is the affirmation that Mary is the mother of God. If the bottom button is connected to its proper buttonhole, every other button from there on up will normally find its proper buttonhole. Now, if someone is buttoning up their shirt and gets to the top button and finds no buttonhole to connect to, it's likely that the bottom button never found its proper buttonhole. The disconnect here up at the top 
lets us know there's probably been a disconnect down here at the bottom. Thus, if someone denies that Mary is the mother of God, it's likely that their belief system, at least implicitly, also denies that Jesus Christ is God made man. But if belief about Mary as the mother of God is so intimately connected with the very foundations of the Christian faith, Mary is also at the foundation of the Christian faith in at least two other ways. First of all, many of the different events that surround the Feast of Christmas are historical events that could have as their witness only Mary herself. Note that the Gospel we hear today is the Gospel of Luke. Now Luke begins his Gospel by saying that he will write about the different events surrounding the life of Christ just as the eyewitnesses of those events had transmitted them to him. One such eyewitness would have been Mary herself. For example, Mary would have been the only witness of the Annunciation. The only way Luke could have known about this foundational mystery of our faith would have been on the basis of Mary's own testimony. As we hear today in our Gospel, Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Mary remembered and meditated on all the mysteries surrounding the conception and birth of her son Jesus, and then eventually would be the one to testify about them to the apostles and the evangelists. But here's another way that Mary is at the foundation of the Christian faith. She was the first human person in history to exercise faith in the mystery of the Incarnation. Mary was the first human person in the history, in history to believe what all Christians after her have believed, namely, God has become man. After she gave her fiat, or her yes, to the angel Gabriel, and after the angel Gabriel had left her, Mary was all alone with her God and Son present in her womb. Her unspeakable joy and love for her God and Son at that time would become the seed of the joy and love of all Christian believers of all time. So we see that Mary is at the beginning and foundation of our Christian faith in so many ways. Her identity as mother of God is essential to our belief in the Incarnation. Mary is the eyewitness source of much of the contents of our faith in the events surrounding the Incarnation. And finally, Mary is the first human person on earth ever to exercise faith in the Incarnation. Let us, begin, let us then begin this new year by returning to the beginning and foundation of our Christian faith, and there let us find Mary, the Mother of God. Throughout this upcoming new year, let us frequently invoke the Mother of God, asking her to obtain for us the graces we need to live and die as good Christians. For after all, this is the truly Christian thing to do.